how old were you when you listened to your first podcast, do you think? Oh, geez. Do you remember the first podcast you listened to? I do not. I was really into one Nintendo podcast Okay. in like seventh or eighth grade. I was more into like Sirius XM radio shows. I did that too. I called into Sirius radio, NFL radio like every day. Did you ever get through? I got through one time, but then we uh, drove through a tunnel. I was so mad at my parents. Oh, that's too bad. It was. I was furious because I wanted to ask if the Vikings would draft Cam Newton. And did they? They did not. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to ask if there was a potential that they would. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They pro- Probably not, but all right, <laughs> <Yeah>. next caller. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. There was one time I got through, I don't think it was serious NFL radio, but I got through at one point and they said, sorry, you have to be 18 years or older to call because they could tell by the sound of my voice that I wasn't oh, old enough to call. And you were 19. Yeah, exactly. This was last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Infuriating. No. Speaking of that, I know my voice sounds a little gross this week, so bear with yeah, me, people. Like a baby. I know, I just sound nasty, but uh, get yourself dressed up and get ready to have your ears blessed up because you're listening to the one, the only, the Goose Egg Sports Podcast, the podcast with the stankiest legs in the whole damn world. I'm Matt, a.k.a. John Wick's cat, and I'm joined by the best co-host on the planet, Jared, a.k.a. the Gafote. Gafote? The greatest podcast host of all time. Oh, the thank you. Gfote. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Big what's, acronym guy. What's the John Wick's cat thing? Well, didn't he go after people because he killed his dog? You never seen John Wick? I've never seen any of them. Yeah, he went after like the villains because they killed his dog. Okay. So I figured if he had a cat, his cat's got to be like, what the hell? You're just leaving me oh, high and yes, dry yes, here. Yes, That seems pretty reasonable to do. Yeah, for on John Wick's part. Yeah. Well, they like straight up murdered his dog in cold blood. I know, but I mean, be an adult about it. Call the cops. <laughs> file an <laughs> file an order. Right. Yeah. That's, that's probably true. I mean, it's kind of a John Wick probably did have very little emotional uh, intelligence EQ. Yeah, it was a little low for sure. Bit of a temper, maybe bipolar. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen him, but I'm just. A- assuming i've seen like the action clips on youtube because rogan recommends watching them on a treadmill and i've done i've tried that before does it work no not not for me at least yeah i'm not a big uh violence guy like i've tried to watch ufc because i think the business of it's really interesting but every time i do it i just get squirmish well you should watch pro wrestling then is it it's epic it, it it does look epic. I will say you that. You do have that one wrestler, like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I, I think he's the model for the next generation. <laughs> there you go. I think he's going to really It's only wrestler things. you know. Pretty much him and The Rock, and I don't think The Rock wrestles anymore. No. Does Cena wrestle ever? Uh, he hasn't in a while. He, he'll wrestle again at some point, but... Logan Paul will be my guy, I think. Yeah, he was good at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. I think McAfee will probably be a big part of WWE. I mean, he kind of already is. Is he? He had a match with Vince McMahon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Isn't he the like the founder? Mm-hmm. Does he usually wrestle? Uh, he fought Trump, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But that was kind of like a whatever thing. Okay. And then Trump sh- shaved his head. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Vince used to wrestle a lot back in the day, but obviously he's like 75 now. I mean, what's the point of getting into the wrestling business if you're not going to wrestle every now and then? That's, That's true. Like as a grown man, you got to be like, I, wa- I kind of want to get in there and see what I can do. Yeah. I mean, Ric Flair was wrestling until he was like 60 and Sting still wrestles and he's like my dad's age. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. They got to be sore from like, oh, yeah. they got to be hurting bad. Oh, yeah. There's a big like drug problem, obviously, with painkillers. I'm used, sure. They used, used, used to be a big time, but it's getting a little better now. But yeah, they have bumps and bruises. I'm sure those guys have it a lot worse. I mean, I think every like the casual fan, it was probably always just laughing. Oh, wrestling is fake. But no, they, they're going and being athletic and they're also performing night after night yeah. after night, like on the road. That's got to be hell. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan. 
Like his big move was the leg drop. You know what a leg drop is. Yep. You just drop a leg on him. He was 6'6 when he started his wrestling career. And by the end of his wrestling career, he was like 6'3. He lost three inches because of like so much pressure on his spine doing that so many times. Damn. So he lost height while he was wrestling in like what, 20, 30 year span. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, I didn't either. Shout out wrestlers. We got to get a wrestler on the podcast. I'd love to hear about their like daily routine and I stuff like that. Get Orange Cassidy. Do you think you'd come? Probably not. I bet it. That's my goal. That's that's a new podcast. No, Orange Cassidy specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to get so big that Orange Cassidy, because I want to ask him about his pocket like yeah, yeah. move. Yeah. Watch YouTube highlights of Orange Cassidy. You guys will love him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's wrestling. And ter- speaking of utter like theatrics and collapse, what the fuck happened to the Phoenix Suns on Sunday night? Uh Luca went zero dark thirty. He did. Luca deleted his social media, went zero dark thirty. <laughs> LeBron's doing his Q and A last night on Twitter. I saw you ask him a question. Yeah, what was the best food at the bubble? Uh, you asked him that. I asked him if he likes playing basketball and if he likes anime. <laughs> <laughs> he did not answer either of us. He got like twenty thousand Twitter replies. Yeah, it was insane. He got ratioed hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got L plus ratio. Yeah, sorry, LeBron. Yeah, it was a rough showing for him, but it was still cool that he was like answering questions. He obviously, like we predicted, he only answered like good PR questions, like what's Cookie your cutter. favorite movie, or replying to Des Bryant and Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah it was like, very predictable. Yeah, absolutely. He, I don't believe he's watched The Godfather. You don't think? I, well, maybe he has. I don't know. I mean, he, we know he doesn't read books all the way, but I bet he watches movies. You think he watches movies all the way, or he just watches like YouTube clips of the best scenes? <laughs> the, what's that one uh watch mojo yeah he just, <laughs> watching, yeah he just does that watching watch i bet he watch he's watched the godfather i bet he's watched watch mojo a lot he's on planes a lot i bet he watches movies yeah but oh no he's no he's not because he's watching every single nba game ever that is true if he's doing that there's no way he's able to watch movies too and i mean even just trying to be a sports fan enough to have a podcast you don't get to really watch a ton of tv and movies right, yeah and he's reading five pages of every book that he owns. That's true. And also being in movies and Yeah. Yeah, he probably he's doesn't have time. He's being a principal at his school or whatever. He's a father. Yeah, he's a father of two. And at the same time doing all this while just being a kid from Akron. I know, right? He probably doesn't have time to watch movies. You're right. Yeah, he's it's crazy he had time for a QA on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he probably had to fit that one in the schedule a little bit. Yeah, have his assistant or he's probably anything. he probably got a layover at an airport somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> LeBron's just flying Spirit Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Two more hours? All right, fuck it. We're doing the QA now. Yeah, I told you guys we'd do it. I got time. <laughs> uh but yeah, Phoenix Suns fucking collapsed. They had I think it was the worst showing by a home team in a game in, a in an elimination game or like a game seven in a long fucking time. Uh, it kind of reminded me like didn't this happen to the Houston Rockets with like Harden and Westbrook? They totally shit the bed. They did, but that one felt different because the Warriors were expected to win that series. Still, yeah, I kind of feel like yeah. It was like I think four the Suns were. Ago. Yes, that was the infamous twenty six straight missed threes game. Yeah, yeah, from the Rockets. Yep. And but they had that series. They were up. 3-2 in that series, but then Chris Paul got hurt. So I don't think they were expected to win that game. They got off to an early lead and then blew it in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's kind of the X factor. Yeah, he's 0-7 in Game 7s. Mm-hmm. Like, the last seven Game 7s. Yeah. Very ominous kind of sounding thing. Does Not clutch? Not clutch enough. Could you make that argument? Is Chris Paul's, like... Like, I know Patrick Beverly went on ESPN and came for blood <laughs> yesterday, but do you think Chris Paul's legacy is in question, or was this kind of always the story of his career i mean yeah he definitely hasn't won a finals yet or anything so Mm -mm. you definitely have to consider it i think the thing is we all 
kind of like always just assume whenever he loses in the playoffs, it's bad luck. Because there has been a lot of bad luck in sure. that case. He's gotten injured a lot. People around him get injured. But at the same time, he's been like playing in these games and he's been losing now. Mm-hmm. And nobody, nobody's scared of him, according to Patrick Beverly. Apparently, apparently he, he's the worst player in the league and should have been benched <laughs> in the second quarter. He should have fallen out on purpose. That's what that's, Beverly was saying. That's absurd. <laughs> And now I do love the other side now where like Damian Lillard and Isaiah Thomas are going after Patrick Beverly on Twitter. Oh, yeah. The floodgates are open. Doing that. Do you think he was just going for like an ESPN audition type situation? Yeah, this is like his inside the NBA audition. Yeah, absolutely. Because sure. he went for blood. He I don't even think they went to commercial during those segments. <laughs> I think they're like, just let it run. We'll we'll, re- we'll reimburse the advertisers. <laughs> yeah. Beverly woke up at 4 a.m. We have to keep him going. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, he's fucking loving it. Um, it was. A, do you have any reason that why the Suns might have fucked up? I think just Aiton. I mean, they you think just, it was DeAndre Aiton? I mean, it was that. It just Booker got cold. Just bad. It was like the worst time impossible to have your worst. Game I don't. Of the year. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they were a bad team. I think that yeah, they just had their worst game of the year at the worst possible time. Yes. So I think it was a mix of that. Do but th- I don't know where the Suns go from here. Yeah, because it sounds like DeAndre Ayton might be out. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you had some sort of yes. you had an inside scoop on why you think Not a- a scoop, Ayton might have had a bad game? This is a very popular article. Uh, the article is called "Why Phoenix Suns Star DeAndre Ayton Can't Live Without Video Games." Um, apparently, he's like up till five a.m. some nights playing with playing with the guys. That's crazy. His favorite game is NBA 2K22. Well, that's at least a good that's a good sign, at least. This is my favorite paragraph. In the games lobby, Aiton selects from one of about 10 DeAndre Aitons. He's created at nearly every position on the court. He enters the game searching for his headset to hear what's being said by virtual teammates and opposing <laughs> players. I want these dudes to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's made t- a team with just multiple DeAndre Aitons. Yeah, playing like all positions. Well, fuck no wonder he's up till 5 p.m. He's trying to run the point with himself. <laughs> so he must adjust the stats and everything, too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't even know how that works, but. I think you just do, like, my 2K player, and he probably just paid some, like, kid to, like, boost the stats. Because you have to, like, grind in my 2K player online to, like, get good yeah. enough to be in the game. Mm-hmm. So, he, and But a lot of people outsource that these days. There's, like, Reddit places you can go where you can straight up like pay a kid to grind your player over a weekend so that he's like good enough to play online. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Where's that 5 a.m. thing? I got to find that 5 a.m. Ah, oh, fuck. Ooh, did this come out before the playoffs? Yeah, it was like five days ago it came out. That's rough. How is no one talking about this? His favorite games are World War Z, Aftermath, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Warzone, and GTA 5, and 2K. That is... <laughs> I don't think I could play a video game until 5 a.m. And his screen is 34 feet across and 20 feet high. So it's like a projector he's playing on. Yeah. So his eyes are, must be just fucked. Also, I love that picture. Nobody ever actually leans when they play video games like they do yeah, in yeah. the movies. It's very, like, 90s stock photo. Yeah, like where they're, like, bumping into each other, like, dodging. dodging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they, they must have told him to pose like that. Yeah, because I, I never play like that. No, and also on that, he's just playing on a computer, which is very different than his usual setup. Yeah, I don't know. He's, this looks like it just got filmed in a strip club. It does. That literally looks like the inside of a strip club. <laughs> so do James Harden in the background. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> so do we think DeAndre Ayton's gaming habit is the reason for his downhill? We got another Kyler Murray situation going I, on. There must be something weird in the air in Phoenix where people just want to stay inside. It might, it's just too hot out. It's, it's too, just hot, too out. hot and dry. Mm-hmm. I bet DeAndre and Kyler play together. Oh, no doubt. They link up for sure. That is, so I think DeAndre Aiden has the new title of 
Gamer boy. Gamer boy. He is, he is the new gamer boy. Kyler Murray's off the hook right now because he's too busy. I ain't going to bed till 4 or 5 a.m. That's how serious it gets. That's his quote. That's absurd. Well, he's playing with, he's got family in like the UK. So it sounds like he's staying up late. So I used to be a pretty big gamer, but I never played till like 4 or 5 a.m. You just get bored after a while. Yeah. I've, it's rare. Like, unless a new game comes out. Yeah. But like, it's like, it has to be like a single player game or it's like, a new Call of Duty, like when Modern Warfare 2 came out and Call of Duty was like new still and like kids would take days off of like school to go play like that. I understand, but none of those games he's playing, he's playing are like revolutionary or like I mean, GTA new. 5 is 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening. He needs some sleep. He does. Yeah, that's because he has to have shoot around at least like at 9 a.m. Yeah, I haven't really read the whole article, but he just loves video games. That is absurd. I. I, yeah, we'll throw the link in the YouTube description of this because I need to read <laughs> all of this article. too. Because yeah, oh my god, yeah, this is like a full, more than a full length feature. What a hit piece! Yeah, <laughs> and you also you search five a.m. and there's like ten instances of five a.m. in there. <laughs> he is not shy about this at all. Yeah, I'll read it later. Yeah, I'm blaming funny. I'm blaming his video game addiction on their collapse because he was a big non factor. Yeah, in that game, and even last year against the Bucks in the finals, like, we got to see if there is some sort of connection between if like a new update came out for Fortnite or something like that. Oh yeah, and the stat line over the weekend. Yeah, because I bet there's something. Or like there's like a new like, uh, doesn't like 2K drop like cool shirts at some point? Yeah, he's like new, dressing all new VC guys. bundles or something yeah. like that. That's gonna be my. When it's the dead of summer, we got nothing going on. That's going to be my project. Someone on Reddit did. They looked at like cities with good strip clubs and yep, they see if James that. Harden played good or bad. I'm going to do that with like video game patches. <laughs> I want to see Deion. I'm going to compare DeAndre Ayton's stats to certain video game updates and see if there's any correlation. And you know, DeAndre Ayton's like paying money for more VC. No doubt. Oh, yeah. He's not putting the work in. Yeah. But actually, apparently he is putting the work in. <laughs> to, he's spent hundreds of dollars on that game thousands i would argue that's the worst i hate that's the worst part of 2k that you have to pay to play basically yeah i hate that yeah that's fucking ronnie for you though right 2k ronnie 2k our arch nemesis even though he's just the marketing guy <laughs> he gets fucking told to kill himself on a regular basis <laughs> even though he literally just does the marketing and like is the face for the game right it's like fix the game fix, fix the, the game. game yeah and he that man could like announce he's getting married and people will just be in the comments like fix 2k first <laughs> <laughs> get married to 2k not your uh, fiance it's so bad but I, then again, I, I always think the same things, too, when I'm playing Madden and cursing something out. Right. But there's, like, no Madden guy. There's no Ronnie 2K for Madden. Which is probably smart. If there's a Madden guy, he honestly would probably be dead He's right be, now. He'd be a martyr. Yeah. He would be. <laughs> you'd have to, like, hide in public. <laughs> we got to get a Madden guy, though. Oh, yes. A, a, a ratings adjuster that stands on the sideline. Oh, fucking. It's cringe. It's so bad. I've wanted to do a sketch about that in a, for a long time. Like, <laughs> Like, I want to do something. I don't know if I want to do the angle of the ratings adjuster goes to a practice and the players just beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> or, I, or I want to do the angle where the ratings adjuster goes to the sidelines and all the players, like these giant football players, just start sucking up to this little nerdy guy because they want their ratings to be better. I have to figure out what angle to do, but I do want to do something like that someday. But like, yeah, but you can't really trash the guy because then he's going to put your stats down. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I just love the idea that some fucking nerd who looks like me can just walk in there smug. It's going to be like, well, yeah, your speed rating down to this year uh what are you gonna do to me to like make that better and like if they have a bad game and the ratings adjuster is there 
there. Like it could be the turf, why they're not fast enough. It could be it, multiple reasons. And plus, how is this guy going to determine that? Like, and one, game, I guarantee you, none of them have like coaching experience or anything like that. And being on the sidelines is not a good scope. I don't think. No, I, I don't. You're don't better either. off doing all twenty-two. I would agree completely. So it's, I, it's basically just a marketing thing. It is a hundred percent. They're just there to like talk with the players and keep them in their good graces. Yeah. Just keep sending them every single year. They send these guys Madden with like a new PS five or an Xbox. It's so gross to me. Yeah. These guys don't need a new system every single year <laughs> to come with the new Madden. Yeah. Whenever those press box, cause they always get them like a month early too. Like, mm-hmm. like, Oh shit. EA hooked me up. Thank you. It's like, a brand new golden Xbox with Madden yeah, every yeah. single year. Yeah, yeah. And like they'll send it to even like Drew Brees, who I guarantee you isn't playing Madden. He just gives it to his kids. Yeah, probably. But yeah, the Madden rating adjuster, I think that's the cringiest thing in all of sports. I, right like, now. I would just love to see their notes that they take during the game. Exactly. Because I don't think any of them have coaching experience. I don't think any of them know X's and O's whatsoever. I think they just go there and just like, I bet, I think they're told they have to change like 10 players like ratings or mm-hmm. something so they just pick the 10 who just get have a bad game <laughs> and just adjust it yeah minus one overall sorry dude it's the biggest waste of a salary probably not a salary i think because i think if they did it like all 20 with all 22 just in the office that's fine but to like send these guys to the games and stuff like that which biggest is why waste. yeah which is why i think it's just marketing yeah advertising i think so too but we got to figure that one out yeah we got to bully some of those guys yeah <laughs> Uh, what did you think of the Bucks and Celtics series? Kind of just to me, it seemed like Giannis just ran out of steam. I yeah, think. I was very hyped for the game, mm-hmm. and then just, just was flat. Yeah, completely. I think the Bucks just losing Middleton was tough, and you just can't overcome that. The Celtics are also really good. Jason Tatum is him. I said that last week, but he is still him. Yeah, I'm very excited for the Celtics Heat series. Yeah, uh, right now the series line: the Heat is plus one forty-five, Celtics is minus one seventy. To me, the key to that series is I think Butler's going to have to continue to produce on offense, but now he's also going to have to play more defense because this last series against the Sixers, he didn't really have to defend that much. Mm-hmm. James Harden just was, wasn't doing a whole lot. Yeah. So I think he's and I think Butler's going to probably take Tatum. Yeah, that'd be a great matchup. Yeah. So I think I, we know Butler can at least slow Tatum down, but it'll be a matter of can he also produce on offense because he's the main offense for the Heat. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it comes down to as well, who's going to win the Kyle Lowry versus Marcus Smart battle. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a very young team versus a very veteran team. Mm -hmm. So they're going to play two completely different styles of basketball, I think. I think the Celtics will play fast. Heat will play slow. Or the, yeah. I I think right now my pick is Celtics in six. I'm going to lean Heat seven. Heat seven. Okay. Um, And then the other series, we got the Dallas Mavericks versus the Golden State Warriors. Dallas is plus 180. Golden State's minus 220. I'm actually a yeah. little surprised it's that lopsided. Um, if you've been watching the Mavericks for a while now, they've been the like the last two months or so, they've been the best team in basketball. I'd say since the all-star break. We just haven't really talked about them because they don't have that second superstar. We kind of assumed they'd run out of steam. Who do you think are like the three best players on the Mavs? Like other than or with Luca, who Luca. I think when uh fucking Hardaway comes back, that'll be huge. And then they've got, I always forget his name, but they have one good guy who's really good at defense. And fuck, I'm just like looking bad now because I don't remember his name. But they they have one like young rookie guy who's really good at defense. Doesn't do a lot of stat sheet stuff, hmm. but he's pretty good. Okay. And I don't know. This just feels like this is Luca's moment to take. This is like Luca's LeBron moment, Luca's Kawhi moment. Yeah. Like when they kind of just take 
the league by storm. I mean, who's going to guard Luca for the Warriors? Is it going to be Clay Thompson? I think you have to Clay. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see if because Luca's not great at defense either, so it'll be interesting to see if he can d up on Steph. Are you not a Luca believer? No, I'm not. You don't I don't want to be a Luca believer. I don't. I'm I'm turning into one. I think slowly, but I'm hesitant. Mm. I don't know why. I think it's because he's just so slow. He, he looks, looks so, so slow. slow. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He just looks so slow and like predictable out there. But I'm also saying that I for sure so I couldn't guard him, and none of the like best defenders in the league can guard him. Mm-hmm. So he's doing something Chris right. Chris Paul can't guard him. Hey, yeah, fuck no. Are you kidding? Chris Paul can't. He's a traffic cone. He can't guard anyone. But it'll be interesting. To, I think it's be a very high scoring series. Mm-hmm. I would like the over in all of them. I think I'm gonna go with Mavs in seven. Warriors just have too much star power, I think. They do. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors do end up winning this series, but it depends on Draymond. Like yeah. Draymond like gets too many technicals or flagrants. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, because I think the Mavs will get under his skin. They play very like pesky, very oh, like yeah. rop in your face basketball. That's probably their number one game plan. Get under Draymond's skin. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. And then rough Steph up as much as possible. Like always just have a body on him. Mm-hmm. Put your feet underneath him when he shoots. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think Mavs and seven just because because this feels like a Cinderella type moment. It's so unpredictable. That's predictable that you think. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't be shocked if it ends up being Warriors and four either. Mm-hmm. But I just f- feel like the Mavs are going to find some way to pull it off. I'm going to say Warriors and six. Okay, so you're thinking. Heat Warriors finals. I'm yes. thinking Celtics Mavs. So we have two exact opposites, actually. All right. Should we put no two hundred dollars? Yeah, on this six or? trillion dollars on it. Yeah, well, gentlemen's agreement. Fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah, some. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. They have to be those exact matchups. If it's <laughs> any of the other two, we're fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. They'll just give each other fifty bucks. Call yeah. Good. First game is tonight, I believe. First, we've got Celtics Heat tonight. I think. Nice game one. So that'll be exciting. I'll be watching that one for sure. Because I also just. It's also just tough when you haven't seen the two teams play mm-hmm. like in a while, so it's like really hard to predict series. But those are just my overall early predictions based off watching. Gotcha. Yeah. But it, again, it's also just so asinine to predict something so early. Yeah. You know? So anyways, let's transition to our NFL predictions. Bum, 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 bum. So schedule's officially out. We were wrong on everything. Uh, Did you- I think I nailed the afternoon Vikings-Packers game. You did. That's very true. I think I nailed that one. And we both kind of agreed on one at the end. I forget. But it ended up being Rams-Bills for the first primetime game. Uh, we've got... I'm all over the Bills on that. I am too. I think the Rams will come out very flat. I think it was like minus two. Bills. I think the Bill, Bills will stomp them. Yeah, because I think... I don't know. They've got they had, they've sat off offseason bitter. The Rams are going to be all fat and full of champagne. Mm-hmm. Ring ceremony, all that stuff. Yep, too distracting. They don't have O'Connell anymore. I th- yeah, I think Bills by like nine or ten. And like the Rams coaching staff got neutered this past offseason. They did, but also the Bills lost Dable. That is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking that too today because Dable's Dabble, I think his name is. I think it is Dabble actually. He's been with the team since 2018, pretty much since Josh Allen's like rookie year, like the year after, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But like Josh Allen's like had a steady offensive coordinator for like the last. However many years, like his whole development, basically. Yeah, because so, Dabble could have gotten hired the last two years, but he never did. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be a big factor for the Bills this year. I think that'll be later on, though. I think, um, I think this early game they're gonna come out hot. Yeah. So and then the Sunday night game is Cowboys Buccaneers. 
Good game. Good It'll game. be a good one. And then the the one I was super confident with, Broncos at Seahawks, that's going to be the first Monday night game, not the first Thursday night Which game. Which is fine. Yeah. I, I I was right that it was going to be right away, prime time. It just was not week two. I'm glad it's not a Sunday night or a Thursday night game. I think that's a perfect Monday night game. Yeah, I agree. I'm really glad it wasn't Sunday night. There was rumors it would have been. That would have yeah, been gross. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to see that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, last night I went through and – Literally picked every single game of the NFL season, tallied up wins. I was supposed to bring, I was going to bring a piece of turf up here so I could be touching grass when I said that. There's some behind you. Is there? Yeah. So I'm touching grass right now. So I'm not a, I'm not a total loser for doing that. Touched grass. <laughs> Get you guys before that you say some of that. But um, let's go through. You did the same thing you were predicting. We're going to predict how divisions shake up and then the playoffs. Yep. And then we're going to predict MVP and PR MVP. The most important award. Most important award of all. So uh, what does the AFC South look like for you? So I got Colts winning. I do too. And then I got, what was it? Titan, Titans second. Okay. Jags third. Texans fourth. All right. So I have the Colts winning with 12 and five. I have the Jags at 10 and seven. I really, I'm a huge wow. Doug Peterson fan. And every year there's that quarterback who takes that second year leap. And Trevor Lawrence seems like the natural fit with how bad the Jaguars were last year and how miserable they all were. Yeah. You got to imagine having like a fun coach like Doug Peterson. They're going to be playing really rejuvenated. And Christian Kirk. So, yeah. Plus their, their schedule is not tough at all. Mm. Then they added firepower. They had the first overall pick. So I like the Jags to go 10 and seven. And I think they're going to be right up in there for that last wild card spot. I got the Titans going seven and 10. I, I like the Titans. I like Tannehill, but I just think they've lost so much. I know, but the thing about Vrabel, it's hard to keep him down. Exactly. He always pulls it out. I pick I picked them, I think, in every primetime game yeah. they played because I like Vrabel and I like Mike Tomlin in primetime games a lot. Oh, you Sam. Do you think Malik Willis plays before, like, week six? I think he plays after Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, like, kind of later. Yeah. And I think it'll be because Tannehill's hurt. I don't think they bench Tannehill. Yeah. And then Texans, I have two and fifteen. I just don't see any real reason to have hope in them this year. Yeah, they got. Yeah, it's tough. I think one more year, they then could be in it. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll get a quarterback this upcoming year and be but right back. There's in some it. hype around Davis Mills, though. There is a little bit of hype. Which yeah, I don't really believe. I'm not crazy about it either, but it, it, there's hype with Trevor Simeon with the Broncos. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that case, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong too. I could see Davis Mills sneaking into a Pro Bowl spot. Maybe. I mean, the Pro Bowl's so weird now. Like, all the best players aren't actually in the Pro Bowl. But I could see him sneaking in, like, as an old Yeah, I agree. Like, he'll, like, with that playoff, when those playoff rosters are set and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. AFC North. This was fucking tough tough for me. Uh, What do you got? Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens winning it. I got Steelers second. Okay. Bengals third. Browns fourth. That's exactly what I have, too. I have Ravens and Steelers tying at 10 and 7, but the Ravens have the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. And tiebreakers are tough for me. Like, Again, these are way too early, so don't hold me to any of these. I think I went back and did the math correct for tiebreakers. I got really into this last night. <laughs> so I got Ravens and Steelers at 10 and 7. Ravens win off a tiebreaker. I have the Bengals at 9 and 8, and the Browns at 7 and 10. Mm-hmm. The Bengals, they have a tough schedule. Yeah. It's really, they play a lot of really good teams. They play a lot of primetime. There's a couple of times where I think they play primetime back to back, too. Yeah. And 
I don't know. They, and there's going to be a target on their back all year round. Yeah. Like, this is a Super Bowl team. We have to prepare for And them. they snuck up on a lot of teams last year. Yeah. That, that was their benefit. Yeah. Like they were the underdog and now they're the top dog. So there's going to be a huge target on their back. I still think they're a really good team, but I think they barely missed the playoffs this year. And then the Browns, I just don't think this is their year. There's so many question marks. Yeah. With, with Watson's suspension. And plus, their supporting cast is not that good. Their O line is good. Nick Chubb's really good. They don't have any receivers. Yeah. It's. They're going to have to run the ball a lot. And, rely and on yeah, Watson. you have to tell me who the quarterback's going to be the first eight weeks of the year at least before I can make any like bold prediction about the Browns. Yeah. So, yeah. We, and then Watson hasn't played in what a full year. Yeah, exactly. So I think problem. they'll be a, a force we reckon with next year. But and I think I have them winning two like big primetime games this year. Yeah. But I just don't see this year being the Browns year. Mm-hmm. And then with the Ravens, I think Ravens had a really bad injury luck last year. Exactly. So many people got hurt. And it's going to be kind of the opposite of the Bengals. Plus, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be playing for a max contract this year. Yeah, and I, I could see the. I could he's see the, one. Of, he's one of my early picks for MVP. And I could see the Ravens going eight and two in the first ten games. Yeah, like they're, a they're hot start. Their their start is very easy. Mm-hmm. They're opposite the Steelers. The Steelers have a brutal start, and then that was super easy back end. Yeah, so that's kind of my thing with the Ravens. Yep, uh, AFC East. That's a tough one. AFC East. I'll give you mine real quick. I think it's say Bills. Okay. That's why I have two winning. I have the Bills at 13 and four winning the division. Oh, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. I have Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. I'm high on the Dolphins. I have them going 10 and seven, and I have them like with the tiebreaker getting that last playoff spot. Yeah. I got the Patriots 12 and five and the Jets four and 13. I really wanted to like the Jets this year. But I just couldn't find enough games that they're that I was certain they're gonna win. Yeah, and if I mean Zach Wilson could be that second year quarterback. He could be too. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'd be surprised. That the Jets and the Lions were the two teams I wanted to like more, but I just couldn't find enough wins on their schedule. You don't like the Lions? Believe it or not. <laughs> don't tell TikTok. <laughs> All right. AFC West. This was the toughest one for me. Yeah. I have the Broncos winning it at twelve and five. What? Yep. No. Yes. Nope. Yep. Nope. I have the Chiefs at eleven and six. Chargers at 10 and 7, just missing the playoffs. They lose the tiebreaker to the Dolphins and Raiders at 9 and 8. Okay. I have Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. I like I've said this before. I think the Chargers are going to be that team where we keep expecting them to take the next step and they just never do. Yeah. And they have a tough schedule too. They're on primetime a lot and it's like always on the road. Right. And they don't have a great fan base to begin with. Exactly. And. They play a lot of really good teams this year. I mean, that division, there's not a guaranteed win in that division. No. That, that, it's uh yeah. Every game is gonna be like a big game. Exactly. I think I think pretty much every game is primetime one way or the other in that division. Like even just like whether it's like a late afternoon game. Yeah. But that yeah, that division's gonna be a bloodbath. I think it just comes down to who stays the healthiest. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid's a great regular season coach, so I have he is. trust in him. I just I think playoff wise, I don't losing Tyreek Hill is tough. Yeah, that gives away they, like you lose your like, guaranteed touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like uh, Juju, but like obviously Juju's not as good as Tyreek. Yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are a team to watch to make like a last second like trade deadline wide receiver trade or fuck even if I we hate to say it, but if Antonio Brown's available and if they're like mm-hmm. two and three at the time, I could see them doing something like that. I feel like Odell would be a good fit there too. I think so. I think Odell might be like holding off on a team to wait. 
because he's not going to be healthy week one right away. I don't think that's true. So I think he's waiting to see what team is like a, a competitor at this be, time. He'd be a great fit in Kansas City. I do. I think so too. Yeah. So I think it depends on who stays healthiest in that division. The Broncos I have starting off really rough just because it'll be a lot of acclimation to the new system for Russ and Nathaniel Hackett. But I have them. They've then, they've got a good stretch in the middle of like good winnable games. And then I don't know what the hell's going to happen with Judy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's we got to figure that one out too. But we'll see. All right. The NFC least. I've got the Eagles winning it at twelve and five. The Eagles have a fucking good schedule. Mm-hmm. A lot of prime time though. A lot of prime time, but they're mostly at home. Yeah. So I have that. I have the Cowboys at eleven and six. I got the then I have the Giants and the Commanders at four and thirteen. I couldn't find any wins on their schedule except for against each other, basically. I like the Giants. I think they might. Oh, I can't. I'm so sick of Giants talk. I don't think they're ever going to be relevant with under the current like regime. I kind of like them. I do like Dabble. I think that was a really good hire for them. But I'm not going to let anyone try and sell me on Daniel Jones anymore. Yeah, that's going to be tough. But I think Dabble will get the most out of Daniel Jones, too. Yeah, that's true. He'll squeeze every last drop out of him. Mm-hmm. So what do, you, what do you have? Do you have them? NFC East doesn't make any sense. No. And the Giants pick doesn't make any sense, which is why I'm picking the Giants to win the division. It's different every year. Yeah. <laughs> Someone different wins that division every single year. And then I think uh, Eagles and Cowboys will be tight. Mm-hmm. And They'll come down. They, they play the week 17, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I don't. I don't. Yeah, remember. they play week 17 on Sunday night, I believe. I could see the I could see the Cowboys starting, you know, eight and two also, uh-huh. and then ending up eight and nine or something like that. Cowboys have a tough beginning. The first four games are real against like all playoff teams. But I, I think they'll they'll have a hot streak at the beginning of the season or at the end of the season. Yeah, I, be like they usually go like yeah, they usually have like a five six game winning streak. So I, I'm gonna say Eagles is a more stable pick. I'll do Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders. I like it. I don't have a ton of like crazy upsets in here, so I'm glad you had one. You kind of need them then too. Exactly. I know. Uh, NFC South. I got the Bucks winning it at 11 and six. Yeah, they have a t- lot of tough games, so if they they better like be able to stay healthy if they want a chance. I got the Saints going nine and eight. I think they're mm-hmm. actually gonna be pretty decent. I like Dennis Allen. They don't change too much by like hiring within the building. Yeah, Dennis Allen coached a full year when Sean Payton was. Yeah, there, so. and uh, I mean, I think we think Michael Thomas is coming back. Is he going to be a factor? I We kind of forgot about him. He hasn't played in the last like two years. He had like, one great season and then just battered yeah. away. And then Falcons and Panthers, I both have them at 2-15. and 15. I couldn't find a win for the Falcons to save my life. Yeah. Did the Falcons draft a quarterback? I don't remember. No, nope, they, they have Mariota. I don't think they ever drafted anyone, though. So they must be just tanking. I think they are. I think they want the Probably first overall Bryce, pick. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because they did want Deshaun Watson. And then the Panthers, yeah, I found like two wins for them. I agree with that. That's a good one. There's nothing to be excited about for that franchise except for the two games you'll have Christian McCaffrey. I could see the Saints winning the division. I could too, because I think they beat the Bucs both times they'll play them. And the, the Saints always have the Bucs number in the regular season. Yep, and they play them on primetime both times. Yeah, it's something weird. The Bucs don't play Dennis Allen, I think, just like has... Like knows how to beat Brady. They just have the personnel too. They have a really good pass rush, and that's always been the key to beat Brady. Just have a great defensive line pass rush. Right, send for and everybody in coverage. Exactly. Um, NFC North. Here we go. I got the Packers winning it. That's that's Thir- already wrong. Thirteen and four. 
I have the Vikings going 11 and 6. Thank you. They have a good schedule. I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but they have a good schedule. <laughs> and I think they'll win a lot of the games they usually lose. I I can't sit here and like make fun of Mike Zimmer the whole time and then not adjust when they actually go and hire an offensive coordinator. From your Ramley. Exactly. So I have to give credit where it's due. I think the Vikings go 11 and 6 and make the playoffs. I've got the Lions going 5 and 12 and the Bears going 4 and 13. Um, Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. Yeah, that's how I'd go. I think the Vikings will win it. I think just losing Devontae. That is big. I mean, the right. Packers, the thing with the Packers, it wasn't necessarily games I thought they would win. It was just, I don't see a lot of L's on their schedule. It's really easy. And they have a great defense still. Their, de- their defense, that's the thing. They don't go against many good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Kurt, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. You had me there for a second. <laughs> All right, and then the NFC West. I've got the Niners and the Rams tying at 12 and 5, but I have the Niners winning the tiebreaker. Mm. I've got Cardinals going 8 and 9 and missing the playoffs and Seahawks going 4 and 13. But a very competitive 4 and 13. <laughs> like Carroll the Lions team. last year. Yeah. yeah. P, the Pete Carroll teams are always competitive. Mm-hmm. God, with Drew Locke, I don't know. Um fuck. I'll say Niners, Rams. No, I'll say Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals. I think Cardinals take last place. So no Super Bowl hangover, you think? No, but I think they'll lose divisional. Okay. Somewhere in there. So yeah, let's get into the playoffs. So my playoff seeding is Packers get the one seed in the bye. Then the Niners, Eagles, Bucks, Rams, Vikings, Cowboys. Okay. That's the NFC. Cowboys are at the Niners. Niners will win that game. Vikings are at the Eagles. This was tough. I think I'm going to go with the Eagles to win that game in Philly. Viking fans don't do well in Philly. They get their feelings hurt. Yeah, because they're so Minnesota nice, and Philly <laughs> yeah. is the exact opposite. I, do, I remember that so much. Like, after they lost the NFC division, like, everyone in, like, in Minnesota was like, lose with class, people. Like, oh, like this is supposed to be fun. Like, how dare you make fun of that one old lady who is, like, a big Vikings fan? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, like, they're just for a different type of person. Like they, <laughs> they just do things differently. Like not everyone's going to shake your hand and donate to your charity when they beat you. I know. Yeah, that was, they were, Vikings fans were they were extremely hurt. butthurt. They were incredibly that. butthurt that yeah. one. And then Rams at Bucks. I got the Rams winning that one again. Okay. So that's so my, just like last year. Yep. And then for the AFC, I've got Bills, Colts, Broncos, Ravens, Patriots, Chiefs. And then at the at bottom, it's a tie with the Dolphins, Steelers, Chargers, and Jags. And I have the Dolphins getting off the tiebreaker if I did it correctly. So you think Tua will have a, a decent year then? I think he will. I think Mike McDaniel is going to really build a good like pro system for him. Yeah. Because that's kind of like what he needs is like that San Francisco system. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good hire for them. Yeah, I think they'll do well. So then Dolphins at Colts. I've got the Colts winning that. Chiefs at Broncos. That'll be a great game, but I think the Chiefs win it. And Patriots at Ravens. I got the Ravens. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's that's fair. Yeah. I think the Ravens go all the way. That would be my early Super Bowl prediction. Okay. Um, do you, off the top of your head, do you know what your playoffs look like for? Not off the top of my head. I have to really crunch. You had the Vikings winning. You had the Rams winning. Yeah. You had the uh, Giants winning. Yeah, Giants will get bounced early. Yeah, that first round. Mm-hmm. Giants and then Bucks. And then your wild cards were Niners, Packers, and I could see Niners Bucks NFC Championship. I could too. 
So it just depends on Debo and like whole, that whole situation. Yes, definitely. Too. So yeah, in the NFC divisional round, I got Rams at Packers. I got the Rams winning that one in a classic Packers Thank blowing you. a game. Thank you. And then Eagles at Niners. I got the Niners winning that one. Okay. So then it's another Rams at Niners NFC Championship. <laughs> but this one's at 49ers. Oh, okay. So I think they win the NFC Championship. Okay. And then AFC, I've got Chiefs at Bills. It'll be at Buffalo this time, so I think they win. And then Ravens at Colts. I got the Ravens. So I got Ravens at Bills for the AFC Championship, and I think the Bills win. So my Super Bowl prediction is Bills versus Niners. Mm. And I like the Bills to win. Wow. Okay. Hmm. I could see that happening. Yeah. I just the thing with the Bills is just that their offense corner leaving Dabble. That's just a big thing with me. With it the is. Bills. I just don't really know how to piece that together. Do we know who took over as OC? Probably just like the quarterback coach or something. Something like that, yeah. So yeah, the, I think that will be a very big factor as well. Plus, just like they've been very healthy the last few years. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But I think that that last month of the year, no one was playing better than Josh Allen. Oh yeah. Especially that fourth quarter. Yes. I guess the Chiefs was insane. Yeah, I think he's ready to take what's his this year. I think he's ready to because right now it's so weird because I don't know if you've been paying attention when they're doing the advertising for like the match, like the it's Mahomes versus Allen and Allen versus Rogers and Brady. They're able to call like Brady and Rogers MVPs and like Super Bowl champions. But right now, the only thing they can call Mahomes is 2020 Pro Bowler. What? Because he didn't go to the Pro Bowl last year. So the most recent thing, like the most recent accomplishment they can give him is Pro Bowler. He doesn't have like an accolade. We all think he's top three. I mean, he's got Super Bowl. Josh Allen? Oh, or no, I, 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 you said Mahomes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I like, did. I definitely about? did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But for Josh Allen, the most recent thing they can, the only thing they can say is a 2020 Pro Bowler. And that just <laughs> doesn't sound right. I think we all know he's way better than that. So you think it's time? Yes. I think he's either going to get a Super Bowl or an MVP this year or both. Wow. That doesn't happen usually. It doesn't. It usually doesn't. You're right. Who do you think your early pick for MVP is? You're way too, you're say, way too early pick. I mean, if I love the Rams this much, I think. Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar a lot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going through like my playoff teams. I wouldn't be surprised if Russ gets one. Ooh. The media loves talking about how Russell Wilson's never gotten an MVP vote. And if they can like win the division, it'll be tough to avoid giving him one. I'm just, yeah, just with this Judy situation, I'm a little like, uh, it is. Yeah, really that know. is very weird. I don't really know. I mean, it's always a safe bet to say like Mahomes will be up there to get one. If Rodgers wins MVP again, I'm going to stop watching football. I can't imagine they give some so give it to someone three years ago. Because last year was weird. They didn't really have someone to give it to. Mm-hmm. Rodgers just kind of like fell. He's like, oh, he's having just as good of a season as the year before. Yeah, let's give it to the, there weren't, it to the kid. There weren't like any dominating factors. Mm-hmm. It could be a year where like a running back wins it. Or like maybe, a, but who? Jonathan Taylor, maybe. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Matt, I do have the Colts going twelve and four, and Matt Ryan is gonna. I think it's upgrade from Carson, so that should that theoretically I, should open the. I like the Colts game. a lot. I do too. I think they're gonna be some studs, and they're on primetime a good amount too. That's good. Yeah, and I love Matt Ryan with the Colts. That's yeah, I just I didn't like their matchup against the Ravens because otherwise I would have had them going to the AFC Championship. Yeah. Because again, they've always been on that. They've been on that team that's been on the bubble for a long time, mm-hmm. and like just having like. They just have a QB stability. If they had Andrew Luck this whole during this whole core, they would have won a Super Bowl by now. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe he'll come back. You never know. 
he's not coming back. You never know. I am incredibly confident Andrew Luck is not coming out of retirement. <laughs> Too busy architecting. Yeah, he hasn't tweeted out like Drew Brees has about coming back to play football. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd say my two early MVP picks are Josh Allen. I would say Russell Wilson is my number one. Okay. Then Josh Allen, then Lamar Jackson. I, I think all AFC. I just don't see any uh, Kirk Cousins in your MVP race. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I agree. You don't. I think Dalvin's way more likely to win it than Kirk Cousins no. would be. You don't think? I mean, no. Well, Dalvin also has like the. Uh, He's got a, such an injury bug. He has that, and there's isn't there like a case out on him still? Oh yeah, probably. That just so, sounds familiar. Yeah. He did change his number to four. He did so. So he's gonna look faster. Yeah. What team do you think is gonna be is gonna have our PR MVP? For those who don't know, the PR MVP is awarded to the player who handles the shit storm the best. Last year it was Derek Carr because the Raiders were a fucking mess. So basically, which team is gonna have like the most storylines, <sighs> the craziness? I would say someone with the Browns. But I don't know who at the Browns. Yeah, like who's because they it would have been like Jarvis Landry, yeah. maybe Miles Garrett. I guess well, he, uh, he had he has be. some history too. But I, I think we all have all kind of like forgiven him for that a little bit by now. Yeah, I think most people have forgotten about it. Yeah, I can see that because I think the Browns are gonna again have like a very dramatic season, just with a lot of storylines and a lot of distractions. Maybe Tom Brady. He's a, always a front runner for PR MVP. And the Bucks have they usually have some characters mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, going through right now, I'm going to say... Does, does Carr repeat? I mean, it's always a safe bet that the Raiders are going to have a fucking <laughs> shit show season. I'm going to say it's someone on the Cardinals. Okay. Because I think the Kyler Murray situation might get really bad towards the end of the year. Sure, sure. I mean, J.J. Watt, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's my pick. J.J. Watt, with because I think... Because the DeAndre Hopkins situation, they're going to start off, I think, slower than they did last year. Yeah. And I think the Kyler Murray situation, if it's not solved before camp, I think it's going to get bad. I think he's going to get traded to the Eagles. That's my current hot take. I think he's going to get traded to the Eagles after this season. Wow. Because I don't think they want to pay him like as much as he wants to get paid. Yeah. And unless he gets them further in the playoffs this year, they're not going to. Yeah, that's a good one. Who do you think uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year is going to be? That's a great choice. Um, it's usually like a, kind of a losing team, isn't it? Sort of. I mean, there's really no. I'll uh, say I don't even know who's doing charity these days in the NFL. <laughs> That's so bad. They need to advertise that more. I'll say someone they need to advertise the, it more. They do it every game. Do they, like off like the commercials. Like I think, oh, they don't. I think I usually mute it. I'm gonna say you Saquon Barkley. Okay, wins man of the year. I'm gonna say someone on the Giants. Okay, out east. Yeah. Well, like if there's a big hurricane that. Plows through it. I was literally just about to say that. Like, we're tell me where the next like big storm is going to happen, and I'll let you know. I think AFC South or NFC South player is a safe bet. I think hurricanes coming this year, probably. So I probably. What, what about some California wildfires? Oh, that could happen too. It's usually a big hurricane. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's usually, yeah, because that's usually like football season, right? It's like hurricane season. So I'll, I'll, I think an NFC South player will win the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I guess yeah. At this point, we're just predicting hurricanes. What's the hurricane going to be called, and where's it hitting? Ooh. I don't know. It's usually New Orleans, it seems like. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they that's built a city under sea level. Yeah. So, I think it'll be somewhere down there. I'm going to say, I'm switching mine up. It's going to be West Coast fire, like wildfire season at the beginning of the year. I think the wildfires will be bad this year. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a charger. I'm going to say Justin Herbert, actually. No. Yes. No. Why not? I don't, he's, he's a quarterback. Quarterbacks, I guess they'd Kurt Warner won Walter Payton Man of the Year. No, shit. Keenan Allen. 
That's who it's going to okay. be. Keenan, Al- Keenan Allen, he's going to do a lot to help with the wildfires. Okay. Maybe open up like a school or something. Donate a school. <laughs> open up a school to help against wildfires? Well, like the, their school like burned down. Then I'll like open Oh, up yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going with Keenan Allen for that. <laughs> Such a dumb bit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> We're pretty, out here predicting natural disasters. But that is like the best way to do it, I would say. Yeah. Who would it I wish you could year? bet on it. Yeah, it probably is a little immoral. And they get like some inside trading, like, "Hey, I'm gonna start this big charity drive. Put put the bank on me, yeah, bro, bro. I'm about to fucking do some numbers <laughs> in my fucking philanthropy. I'm gonna win that big bronze trophy, hundred percent. Uh, who do you think wins defensive player of the year? And then we'll move it up. Uh, I was getting mixed up. Nick or Joey Bosa, Chargers. I was getting That's mixed Joey. up. Joey, Joey. Yeah, yep. I think he'll win. Yeah, I think because uh, Khalil Mack, I think will. Get some attention and then yes. open up for Bosa more. I like that. I just don't think they're a playoff team, so I'm going to say Darius Leonard on the Colts. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He's a tackling machine. He is a tackling machine. A little uh, fantasy football tip. If you have a defensive player, Darius Leonard is yes. a great pick. I had him in one of my leagues last year. Yeah. And yeah, he is absolutely phenomenal. So that's your fantasy football tip for the day. Yeah, we'll we'll do fantasy football as the summer goes on for sure. Uh, to wrap this podcast up we wanted to show you guys a little gem we found we were talking fatheads last week mm-hmm. we were talking about just like the culture of like what fatheads were and jared showed me this absolute gem that unlocked such a deep memory in my head so we are gonna watch it real quick give me one second yeah, i'll take be your, ready to go take your time because we always remember the fathead commercials i think w- the one that always came to my head was the Clay Matthews one where he bursts off the wall and tackles the Bears fan. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember that one. And because the Bear fan's like, you want a piece of me? Cause, just because they don't know how to write good dialogue for commercials ever. Yeah, it's just like bad improv. But this one shook me to my core when you showed it to me again. Yeah, here. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, you want to see something cool? Now you can hang out with an NFL quarterback. Hey, I'm coming to your house. And are larger-than-life wall graphics that bring all the NFL action right into your home or office. The head is huge. That's how big a fat head is. Pause it right Just there. Just peel in place. I, that line of diet, that's the worst line, I very think, huge. in the entire thing. Like, fat head is huge. That's how big a fat head is. <laughs> like, do they tell him he's talking to kids or something? I or is that know. just his natural resting brain? Maybe he didn't know the camera was on for the first part. Because it is down low. Like, the camera angle is down low. They might have, like, gotten so many bad takes just trying that they just turned the camera on secretly. And just like, hey, just, what, what do you like about Fathead? That <laughs> is huge. He's also talking with a black sense. Big I think, time. I think we're all going to just acknowledge that. Yes, this is, like, 2005, which is a t- tiny bit more acceptable. Now it's, like, oof. But, yeah, he's, like, talking noticeably, like, Different than yeah, it does now. A good way for it. Yeah. <laughs> different does now, but right. yeah, go ahead. Fat head is easy to put up and can be moved over and over. That's not true. <laughs> Coolest thing is, put it on the wall. You don't like it there? Peel it off. Put it on another wall. Not, that's not true. I tried. Available in stores. Call or visit fathead.com for your officially licensed National Football League and National Football League Players Association fathead teams and players. Fathead is the coolest thing out right now. Call now. Fathead are for true NFL enthusiasts only. Take those posters off the wall, kick them out, and put a fathead. Fathead, go big, real big. What are you looking at? Hello, people in TV land, get a fathead. That <laughs> last one is rough too, though. I like that they had a, they had a Julius Jones fathead. 
they, they probably sold like two of those, and that was probably all to his family. I also love too real and too big to be in stores. <laughs> That's not you don't want your brand to be too real and too big to be in stores. That's why you got a call now. That's why Ben said that. That yeah, that line at the end too. Did they just tell him call to riff now? They just tell him to riff like you TV land. Go get a fat head. Yeah, like oh, it's so just cringe. the whole thing is so bad. And has there ever been a good commercial with athletes in it? The State Farm ones, the Baker ones aren't terrible. The Progressive Baker ones are not bad. Yeah, the State Farm ones suck. Yeah. Um, State Farm has jumped the shark. J- State Farm and Geico have jumped the shark completely. Uh, like, sometimes, I mean, Geico, I like the boomer ads. Those, those, are, those are, I think we're all, but is that just a sign that we are becoming our parents if we're liking progressive commercials? Yeah. I that's mean, the fucking irony of it. Right. But then the thing about football commercials is that they get old quickly. That, that's a thing. You're, week one's good, but then you see the ones all over and over again to like week eighteen. Well, and they will straight up. There's certain commercials that they straight up play every commercial break. Yes, especially like, do you remember the the champ is here? Yeah, that one that they was, pl- they straight up played that every single commercial break. But that was a good one. I hated that one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was gonna say, oh my god. <laughs> but that's the thing. These they like have these commercials, and they put them like every single game, at least five, six times a game, if not more. Yeah, and they're not built for someone to watch like seven hours of commercial free. I mean, not commercial free football. They're not built to watch like seven hours of football. Right. They. I don't know why they don't just spend the entire offseason coming up with like seventeen to twenty different commercials. I guess commercials are expensive, and they have they have to like run them through the test groups, the focus groups, and all that stuff. But I think fans would appreciate that more because by week 17, you tune it out completely. Exactly. So if they change it up a little bit, you'd have at least a little more attention to it. And I think they do. I think they probably have like two commercials that they like switch throughout the year or like three or four, but it just gets so old. Like, And you see like the same Bud Light ads all the time and it's like, all right, this is getting a little much. Yeah. And I think at the end, it just gives you a negative taste towards the brand. Mm -hmm. But I could be wrong. I don't know. State Farm is really bad. They abuse their oh chris paul yeah do you think they're gonna drop him because of beverly i mean they keep they kept uh aaron Rodgers that's through true. his whole thing last year that's true it was like oh let's get more money to my did homes. you see the memes where it was like him and it was chris paul and jake from state farm because <laughs> they're just making fun of how he looks like devin booker oh, <laughs> i didn't see that one yeah it's very easy to make fun of but i yeah i think we need a revolution in the commercial market for sports Okay. Any- I'm not saying I'm the the guy to do it. <laughs> Our uh, backseat quarterback here. Yeah. I, I just think there needs to be more variety. I think when you're dealing with football, you're dealing with the most loyal audience in all of sport, in all of like TV entertainment. Like NFL is the only thing people are tuning in to watch 20 weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that special circumstances call for special actions. Okay. I'm listening. Do you have any ideas? I just think more variety. (laughs) Change it up more. And also, I'm very sick of commercials thinking that they're cool and like, oh, we're the internet too. Because like Old Spice commercials, they used to be cool, but now they're just like, oh, we're basically just like an internet viral video. Like we're very self-aware. We do all that stuff. Like you, you, it's impossible to parody like an Old Spice commercial or a Geico commercial. Yeah, because they are just like parodies in themselves at this point. They're looking at the camera, wink, like, "Oh yeah, this is a commercial," and they have to like step it up for the next ad. Exactly, it's the same thing with Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Oh, Kylie Jenner. Oh, fucking 
whatever. They always have like an athlete or a celebrity. Yeah, for no reason. Thing. For no reason. Yeah. yeah. Celebrities playing human. Yeah, is yeah. all it ever is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I, that's why I do applaud those uh, Geico like your parents commercials. I think those are some of the more unique ones mm-hmm. out right now, and I think fans do notice because I think like the approval rating for those online are pretty sky high. And also the progressive Baker ads aren't that great. You don't like them? I I, I thought they were pretty good. They're just all right. He's in a stadium. It's like a house. That's the joke. There, you it does take you have to have like seen the first one to like understand the bit. Yeah, like the first one, the first couple were fine, but then it's like, okay, he's just the stadium's his house. Yeah, they know. should have reinvented it a little bit more. I think they've been doing it since his rookie year. Right. And there's no way he lives there, right? No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think that's real. That's, okay. I don't think good. that's IRL. Good, good. Okay. Well, and if he does, he's getting fucking kicked out now. I want there's no way they're gonna have him back on this year, right? It would be funny if they did. I hope they, they like the played into and, it. <laughs> if they did, I think that'd be hilarious. I think Baker would actually be down for that too. That'd be a great ad campaign. It would be, but yeah, we got to do something about just like athlete commercials in general because they're always so bad. Mm-hmm. They none of them can act. Well, Baker's probably the best actor out of all of them. To flip that, I mean those, uh, this is Sports Center ads are really good, and those were all athletes. Those were, but so. I think those were a lot more comfortable than having them like hold a product and talk about a product because a typical athlete commercial is, oh, I've got a problem. Athlete comes in with the product to fix the problem. Athlete makes an inside joke about like they're on the field play or some like contract situation or something like that for the diehard fans, but it's not too much of a joke that the casual fans are turned off to it. Right. Roll credits and then come back and they have like a quick little five second excerpt or something like that. Wow. Another Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. You like, I've never seen a commercial roll credits before. They don't, but like the, (laughs) you know, the actual ad itself. Yeah. I got you. So So you don't like advertising selling you stuff. That's your problem. I just just don't like ads at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And I used to study them. I I thought, I thought for the longest time that like I was going to be an ad man. Mm. I went to school to do it. You're going to be like a Don Draper. A little bit. Yeah. That is pretty much what I wanted to do. So, okay. When you're in ad school, did people love Mad Men? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Mad Men in the Super Bowl. We had to do every single year that day, I could never get too drunk for the Super Bowl because we had to write an essay on our favorite commercial from the Super Bowl so for weird. homework on Tuesday. That's the worst. It was very stupid. And you had to say like why you liked the commercial and all that stuff. And you had to do it for, and I swear these teachers don't talk because you had to do it for every single like ad class. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, like that February Tuesday was a big day. Yes. It was like the Super Bowl of school. And it was also just annoying hearing all the other students talk about it on Monday. Like all these like ad kid wannabes oh, talking about the worst. Super Bowl. Because I, I hate casual ad conversations the next day. I can't imagine being in an ad. Deep, in the deep ones. Yeah. Like I think they really hit their. I wonder what their target spend was on that oh, or stuff like that. Oh. You ever watched a uh, Super Bowl with ad students? No. And I don't want to. <laughs> I did one time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was funny. They're just very... They mute the game and turn the volume on for commercials? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. Hey, it's a different different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Um, Sorry I sounded gross this whole episode again. I'm a yeah, little thanks, sick. Thanks for apologizing. Yeah. I waited later, but um, we're releasing this one a little early. I'm going to be gone the rest of the week. Oh. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, But thank you for listening. Jared, you got anything to add before... Good one. Oh, shit. Yeah, add thing. That was good. We try um get your predictions out um hopefully you guys don't 
dig this uh, footage up or audio up later on the season and burn us for our predictions. So. Yeah, we will do official early predictions before the preseason. Honestly, we might even do it in the middle of the summer. We'll see what we have to talk about. We still about. have to do our fantasy football draft for the preseason. We do. We'll do that. Yep. Um, we'll do, yeah, we'll do a, probably two more predictions, like official season predictions before the season Half even a starts. Dozen, probably. Honestly, yeah, who knows what we're going to talk about in July. So we'll figure it out then. Baseball, maybe. Yeah. We'll start watching, we'll start watching a few games. Twins look good. You did, yeah, you good. went to the Twins. How was the experience? I was in the Legends Club. Nice. That's, yep. that's a good spot to be. Yep. I had the. Uh, Hot dogs on the first baseline. What you, specific, Pol- you specifically searched them out? Yeah. What's the Polish name? It's a long K word. I'm never gonna be able to tell you in a million years. I thought you worked there. You knew it. I did, but I don't. I don't okay, remember. Anyway. First baseline hot dogs, delicious. Had cheddar dog. That's my go-to. Delicious. Love a cheddar dog. Did you get any drinks? Yep. Oh yeah. A few cocktails. I didn't know there was like a bar inside the Target Field, and you could like walk out. Yeah, yeah. The bar, like there's a patio. Area. That oh, the one by like the gift shop. Sort of, yeah. It's like that, that, one's, that one's new. Yeah. They opened that last year. So it's cool. You can be like outside the stadium and like still drink. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one too. That's Those are usually my go-to at baseball games. I'll watch the game in my seats for an inning or two, but then I usually just go to a bar area. Yeah. I like that for, I like the in-stadium bars for all sorts of things. And the Target Field is great. Just like with bars and everything. Target Field, of all like my former places of employment, that is the one I still enjoy going to. I mean, obviously I don't like love going to like a best buy or like a summer camp or anything like that but like i thought because target field was before i worked there it was like my favorite place on earth i thought it was the coolest place Mm -hmm. and i still think it is really cool yeah and it's it's getting older but it's still great i mean they're renovating it all the time and upgrading it so yeah i I think it's i think it's one of the best ballparks in the world it's the best one i've ever been to by far it's the only ballpark i've been to but yeah it's great really well i've been to chase field where's that at uh phoenix Okay, we gotta get the. I like the Coors Field in Denver. That's a nice one. Never been. Have to check it out sometime. No. Let's get Jared on a ballpark tour this summer. I would love that. And yeah, the Twins won. Rice. A lot of lot of home runs. Grand Slam, right? Yeah, Rice Lewis got his first career home run. Was a Grand Slam. Hell yeah. He was like the first overall pick in the 2017 draft. So it's finally good to see him like pan out for real so that's huge slow developing in baseball players are well they get drafted so early it's like 17 years old or 18 they get drafted as seeds not as sprouts yeah exactly so it's good to see that i can't imagine the nfl doing that no you have that would not work you have half a season to prove your worth in the nfl unless you imagine if they drafted people right out of high school god um yeah they would be they would whiff on so many there's only one player or two players that Scouts are confident that they could have came straight out of high school. It's Julio Jones and Adrian Peterson. Not even like Trevor Lawrence, they don't think could have. Oh, maybe. Well, it's quarterback's different. Yeah. That, you yeah, can't it's go for so high cerebral, school. but yeah. I think a running back's probably the easiest position, quote unquote, easiest to translate from high school to the pro. I think so too. That's what I've always thought. And pass rusher kind of feels easy, but I think there's just. No, that's, that's a strength thing, though, too. Yeah, there's just such a difference between a 17 year old and a 20 year old that's in terms a, of strength. That's a man. That is a man. There's a child. Yeah, you can't even vote yet. 17. <laughs> yeah, how, can you, how can you win Walter Payton Man of the Year if you can't enact change in your community? <laughs> that's true. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Again, sorry I sounded gross. I will hopefully sound better next week after a week of traveling for content yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. Just, I'm just putting off the inevitable at this point. But thanks for watching and thanks for listening and have a great day. See ya.